Good morning, friend. Welcome to another episode of The Kingdom Within. I wasn't sure if I was going to do one this morning. I was just sitting here reading some scripture. and Well, I also looked on here. I was looking up the, about the Pharisees, and I just wanted to get a little different concept on the Pharisees versus what the Bible said, because sometimes, you know, it can be a little daunting. They don't say too much about them. So you get the idea that a Pharisee was the chief priest, but they're not. So it was helpful to understand what one was. Turns out they're kind of self-righteous folks. Jesus condemned them a lot. Well, not because they were wrong, because they were following the law, the letter of the law. That was the problem. First, I want to say my usual disclaimer, disclaimer that, well, I don't expect you to believe a word I say. I'm just saying things on here because this is where the Holy Spirit puts me. So this is what I do. So there's Pharisees. Well, it's not that they were wrong. See, because I see that I'm at this dilemma now where I see just the opposite of what it is that Jesus was talking about then. See, because Pharisees, well... They abided by the letter of the law and, you know, but they took credit for every good thing they did. Well, I think it was good that they were doing things for God and made that commitment. That that He wasn't condemning them for that. The problem was that they, see, they saw themselves as more, which made them see other people as less. See, it's that judgment thing. It goes to the... That self-righteousness is about the most dangerous thing there is on this planet, I do believe. That's why it is I'm always concerned about doing this myself, because I'll tell you what. I just see that I have an ego just like everybody else. My thought of Satan, boy, it would try to let me think good of myself. And, well, there's just nothing for me to think good about. I know where I come from, and I know every bit of good I've got was given to me by the Holy Spirit, and well, that's the reason I often don't even know why it is that I'm sitting here talking on these episodes, because we talk about things, but I've got no righteousness, and my father has all of it, though, and I think that at this point, we kind of have gone the opposite direction from those Pharisees, and that is where, well, maybe in Jewish tradition, they were getting carried away and not uh, observing the weightier things of the law, which was really love, justice, and mercy. Where well, here it comes down to that the truth of the matter is that love and forgiveness, those are the truths that Jesus taught, see. So the rest of it's kind of irrelevant to me. Love and forgiveness brings non-judgment and justice, because justice would forgive another, would love it, just for the purpose of being for the Father. Because that's what the Father does. He, he loves us. He loves us no matter what we do. But they said that's 
The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. That's what he said to those Pharisees when he was talking about that his new law over superseded theirs. So basically what he was saying was love and forgiveness is justice and mercy, and well, it supersedes everything. All this justification and, well, that just doesn't mean a thing. And that's kind of my struggle where I'm at with, with the church, see, because we kind of have gone the other way. And that is where that there's this thing where people just believe that Jesus is love and, well, you don't have to abide in anything because you just believe in Jesus and you'll get this free kingdom in your death. And that isn't what Jesus said. And that's troubling to me, not because it's wrong, but because it's wrong. It's not wrong because God's upset, even though he's upset all the while. Because God really just doesn't get upset. You just haven't seen the whole truth of things. He knew the beginning and the end, friend. That means he knew even before he started all this that he was going to go exactly the way it has. And if you don't believe that, then you don't believe he's omnipresent. So you know that even before he created somebody that he knew everything they were going to do. So that means he has to condemn himself if he condemns us. So for him to practice self-forgiveness, well, he's got to practice forgiveness with us. And I know that isn't going to make a lick of sense to the world, because I'll tell you what, the, this world was never meant to be seen. It's here for a purpose, and that is to come to know love by experience. And, well, got to have one to be able to know the other. And that's not what this world's buying into, friend. We're killing each other in God's name, and, well... There ain't no love in that. There's no joy in that. But see, that's the problem is when you turn this thing of Jesus and Christianity into this major religion, well, now when you try to take and make a nation to follow after one nation under God, well, how can a nation be like Jesus. It can't be. And you can now see that we have declared ourselves to be like Jesus, and we're just nothing like him. This country has nothing to do with Jesus. This country is built on corporations, friend, and corporations are built on money. They have a publicly traded corporation, has no consciousness and no liability. Friend, that is an entity that is, that is not, because it doesn't even have a consciousness. Yet it rules our country because it owns our politicians. And if you cut off the head of the snake, well, it doesn't matter. Just, the body will just replace its head because, you know, nobody can have a conscience in a corporation or else they just let you go because, well, your retirement is based on their productivity. Kind of funny that the system that tries to glorify, he's the same one that enslaves you. And then we slap God's name on that. So I'm under no illusion that my father's not happy about that. And Well, that's our doing, not his. I don't have my wallet in front of me, but if I open up that and look at all that money, it's 
got my father's name on it. It kind of leaves me in a dilemma, see, because when they came to Jesus, Jesus Jesus said, whose name is on your quarter or your coin? And he, they, he said, well, give unto Caesar what is Caesar's. Well, now, friend, you've got the face of our Caesar's in my father's name. So who are you giving the most to? Because I'll tell you, this has become a dilemma in my mind. I read Revelations. I see what's coming. But I don't want to get all dark and all that because Jesus came to love you, and that's the problem. The problem is that <laughs> I don't want to talk about the darkness, but Jesus talked about it all the while because love and forgiveness is the path, and we're at that stage, that stage he calls the end of the age, and where we have decisions to be made, and we're just not making the right ones. And Jesus says over and over, love thy neighbor as thyself. But he said this world was, that the kingdom was never meant for the world. And, well, he was telling the truth about that because that kingdom was never meant for the world, which means this country will never bring the kingdom as much as it would love to think that it could because the truth of the matter is we are self-righteous just like every other country. And now we have somebody that says they're going to make America great again. Friend, if I recall correctly, I might have heard Hitler say that. Yes, that just sickens me because this country was never supposed to be great. It was supposed to be humble. and We got no humility left. When we got slapped, we didn't turn the other cheek, friend. No, we did not. But... I wasn't expecting any different then any more than I am now. I remember, though, I have to admire that Richard Gere. He got up on stage in front of all them at that in New York after the bombing of September 11th. And he said, turn the other cheek. They booed him right off that stage. And I knew right then that that old Jesus, he done left the majority of us in America. There ain't much of that left here. There's that, what do they call it, nationalist Christianism or something or other, and kind of where you justify corporations as God is what I see, because, well, Donald Trump, if he ain't the son of a corporation, there just ain't none. And if corporation isn't... Uh, entity that is that isn't well i just don't know what is and that's right we created those corporations just like in revelations it said we would it said we were going to create this thought of satan we were going to give it we were going to make it manifest because see that satan it's got no power over you <laughs> yet it's got power all the while because i tell you what i don't have to worry about anger in the church 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 won't do nothing <laughs> they got to try to at least act like they're preaching Jesus. But I'll tell you what, those corporations, if you get between them and their money, I'll tell you what, friend. Well, ain't nobody going to live long talking that. That's the reason I ought to delete this episode right now. But I'm just kind of done with that. I've just come to realize that, well... It is what it is, and we're going to either wake up or we're not. 
the corporations own our politicians, and it's not that there, there's anything you can do about it, because you can't. But what you can do is you can pay attention to what Jesus said. If you're looking at all this and you see all this, well, then turn to Jesus. Find the forgiveness you're looking for, friend, because it's time for forgiveness. I want to see more people in the trenches. Friend, I love what I do. I love what I've been being. The thing is, I see all these people out there that could have the light if there were more of us in the trenches bringing the light to those in the dark. And I can't do that on my own. And I don't have to. There's, I make it sound like there's nobody out there. there. There's people all over the place, friend. But there's just not enough of us. And I'll tell you, if it wasn't for the fact that the Christians getting caught doing all these insane things, like those priests molesting children and all of these well, people preaching Jesus and they're driving around in limousines, got millions of dollars and just preaching the love of Christ and how bountiful you can be. Well, bountiful was about love. It's not about money. It's not about it's not about that. If you haven't figured it out yet, friend, money is never going to bring my father's kingdom. It's going to. Keep it away until after the darkness, because, well, we won't do this twice. But for some reason, the Holy Spirit showed me that we're not going to not um, do this. The darkness is coming just because that's the way it is, because we just won't accept anything else. And I understand that. But I just had an illusion that maybe we might be able to set the world on fire for the love of Christ. And well, I just love, I just love love. I don't know how to explain that to you. I love my father, and I just am at that point where I just decided that my life is over and his has begun. And that doesn't make me anything, because I'll tell you if. My terror thought would be that I'd end up like those Pharisees and think that I was self-righteous and thinking that I had righteousness, but I don't. That's my father's righteousness, but it's I just don't have a will anymore of my own. I want my father's. That's it. I had that experience, and so now I know the truth of who he is, and because I know he is my servant and not my master friend, I am his servant, and I have no other purpose except to be a servant's servant, and that is to serve him. And since I don't know how to do that, friend, I have to let him do it for myself. And that doesn't make a lick of sense to anybody else, because I'll tell you, if you have your will of your own, then you've got something you're you're shooting for. and. Well, before I wanted to be a trainer, I wanted to do all the things I'm doing now, friend. It's funny that I've kind of did a lot of the things that I thought that I wanted to do. And turns out God was heading me one place when I thought I was heading another. And the truth is, the only thing I discovered was that this world is full of amazing people that is just full of love. And I talk about this insanity. 
but I'm loving the side of the insanity that I'm on. The truth of the matter is just keep my mouth shut would be the better choice because I get to stay down here in the trenches and help people and just be with these amazing people because people that are helping people, they're just nobody else better to be around. They are just amazing. They know the love of Christ in their heart. I don't care whether they know Jesus or not. They know the this love. It is just amazing to watch people volunteer helping other people. And it is amazing watching people that are coming from the dark, how they start becoming the light for someone else. And then you just start having this. <laughs> one minute you're in a room full of people that you could have swore were from the dark. And the next thing you know is everybody's glowing like a bunch of angels straight from heaven. I just don't know what to tell you. It's just amazing. And I don't want to give all this up for self-righteous babble. <clears throat> That's the reason talking on this internet, I kind of get laughing. My father's kind of putting me to it because, well, I just don't have any will other than his. And truth of the matter is, I just want to see this that's going on just keep on growing. And well, I'm looking at the world and I see that that's not just going to happen because that internet and everything, we bury our minds in things that just don't matter. And I'm not blaming you, friend. I'm guiltier than hell. I don't know what to tell you. Anything I say makes me a hypocrite. I'm the biggest hypocrite you will ever meet. Every word out of my mouth is hypocrisy. So don't you ever think that I got any judgment whatsoever. But that isn't what my father gives me. My father gives me this truth and this truth of love and the love of truth and the Holy Spirit tells me this is what I'm supposed to do, and whether I'm worthy or not, it's what we're going to do together. And so I just keep doing what he does. I told you, I didn't even, I was sitting here in this chair thinking about one thing. Next thing you know is I'm in this chair in front of the computer doing an episode. And I told you, I don't think about these things because that's what Jesus said to do, and that's what the Holy Spirit said. If I'm going to speak for him, I've got to that it come from my heart, because the heart is where it's at. That's where the Holy Spirit lives. If I think about what it is I'm going to say, well, then I get afraid of what it is you're going to think about what it is I'm saying, because, friend, the Holy Spirit isn't showing me all these wonderful things. Yet he's showing me wonderful things all along, because the life he's given me has just been amazing, and I've been blessed with the amazing parents. I've been blessed with amazing co-workers. These last years, my last two jobs have been being a servant servant, and I've worked with some amazing people, helping some people that are amazing people. You might have considered them to be broken, friend, but I'm just seeing all these people that are unbreaking. I don't know how to explain that to you. I'm just watching miracles every day, and I love it. Every one of them a miracle. And even the ones that don't seem to recover. I know in the end, I'm planting that seed. Sooner or later, they're going to realize that they're just something special. We were on the phone the other day. I was talking to somebody, and we were talking about uh, everybody has a talent. We were talking about this one person that has um, autism that is able to... Um, You can ask them about something about a date from several years ago, and they can tell you exactly what they were doing on that date. They just have this memory that is just knows that is just can put everything down. It's this 
So we're all, we all special. We all have something special. Cause I'll tell you what, friend, my memory, I can't even remember what I did yesterday. So I'll tell you that, that, that gentleman, he might have autism, but he's, he's got me beat by memory when it comes by a long shot. Cause if it wasn't for the Holy spirit, well, I just wouldn't know nothing. Cause I can't remember anything anyway, which turns out to be to my advantage because, well, I've just, I know that when I used to think I knew something, the more I knew, the less I really could know of my father, because the more I have to know for myself, the less he can know for me. And well, if you haven't heard me say it, there's just no truth except the truth you have about the truth you have. And I've said it before about if you put all my truths in a box, all they do is contradict themselves. And truth of the matter is, I would say, well, this is true, so that can't be true. And because that's true, that can't be true. And before you know it is, there's just nothing but a bunch of lies in this box I call truth. <clears throat> you know, because you've got Christians saying dinosaurs don't exist, except they got bones proven they do. I mean, you know, they're... It's time to stop looking at truths for what they you think they are and start. It's time to let go of what we see and start grabbing a hold of what we know in our spirit, friend, because the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit. It's not in the world. It's in your heart and in your mind. And this Holy Spirit, everyone can have it if you believe in Jesus. But to, to know it, to know this Holy Spirit, you have to know Jesus. And this doesn't mean that you have to go to church once a week and listen to your preacher tell you what Jesus said, because that's not the way you can understand this Holy Spirit. This Holy Spirit is your holy thought, friend, and it will guide you. But you have to know Jesus so well, because you have to know that everything that they judge you for, you're going to have to forgive them. And everything you'd want to judge them for, you're going to have to forgive them. Because that's what Jesus was, see? Jesus forgave them, for they know not what they do. So if you want the Holy Spirit, and you want to know this thing called forgiveness, well, then Jesus is the way. And if you get yourself a book with what Jesus said in red, and you start reading this Bible, and you start reading Jesus over and over, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. You're going to find this truth because the Holy Spirit's going to give it to you. Because one of the things you're going to start doing is when you start reading what he says is you're going to start understanding that he said you're going to get it. But you can't let other people tell you what that Holy Spirit's going to mean to you because I'll tell you what, they all have an idea on what it is the Holy Spirit is to them, except for the Holy Spirit's going to come to you differently. And Jesus said that right in there. He said it's in the Holy Spirit will come to you. And even though he told you the truth, the Holy Spirit will tell you even a greater truth and even more about my father than what Jesus said. And I'll tell you, Jesus didn't tell you about this kingdom. I've told you I've got this kingdom. I can't explain it to you. I can't tell you a bit. I can tell you I forgive everybody for everything they've ever done because I realized they just didn't know what they were doing any more than I did. We're all running around here blind, stabbing each other in the eye friend, and we're just being ridiculous. But we as a nation can't stop doing that because we're a nation. That's what nations do. Nations defend themselves. See, we possess our things. So this nation will never be one nation under God. That's a lie that we told ourselves. 
And now you see it and you've got a lot of self-righteous Christians trying to swear that's true. And it ain't never going to be true because Jesus told you this world is never going to accept my father's kingdom. My father's kingdom was never meant for the world. It was meant for you. After the darkness, it'll come to the world only because we'll have seen what we've done and we'll bring what we wouldn't this time. Because our children won't put up with our crap again. Friend, I'll tell you what, if you saw what was coming, you would not be doing to your children what it is you're doing. I can promise you that. But you could look and see. You could see what you're doing, but you don't want to do that because, well, then you might have to take some accountability. And, well, I'll tell you, it'd be easier to snuff out my light than will be to look at what it is that I'm talking about because everybody that looks at this world can see what I'm talking about. You know, Jesus, I can tell you right now, if you look around and you see all the things we're doing, you know that the darkness is coming. And I'm not saying it to scare anybody. Jesus said, be forever watchful. And I'm telling you, I'm watching. And so now I see that we have a choice. We either can set this world on fire for the love of Christ, which is love and forgiveness. And we can just know love by experience. Because that's what I'm really here on this video, or not video, the audio, the anchor podcast. I'm not here to glorify myself because I've got no glory. But there's other people like me that I know that are looking for this experience and want to understand God's purpose. And they want to know love by experience, except they didn't know why, how or where to find it. I'm telling you in that message of Jesus, is it's there, and people aren't looking at it anymore because, well, the hypocrisy of the Christians has just gotten to be so deep that, well, you just need waiters. And, and I'm not trying to judge anybody because the truth of the matter is I know some of the best people on this planet are Christians, friends, so I'm not judging them. I'm telling you that there's this new breed of Christianity that's kind of taken over, that's following this Trump <laughs> And Trump is the epitome of no empathy. So I don't get any of it. But what I know is that when you start attaching Christianity to no empathy, because the truth of the matter is people are following Trump because, well, corporations and money go together and they just know that he's going to make this country rich. Friend, if you want to be rich, then you can know this world. But just don't say, you know, my father. Because that isn't what Jesus said. Jesus said that you can't serve God and mammon. You're going to love one and hate the other. Be loyal to one and despise the other. So don't tell me that if you're worried about more money and how great this country is going to be, don't tell me you care because you love my father and you love Jesus, because it's just not the same statement. Prove to me that statement's wrong. Prove to me Jesus lied about that. And I'll buy into whatever it is you want to sell me, maybe. The problem is, friend, Jesus is the light and is the way. And my father was in him and he's in my father. And since he's in my father and my father's in him, well, my father's in me and I'm in my father. Just like my father's in you and you are in him. But you don't want to look at that. So I'm just sitting here rambling on this internet, just knowing that anybody that hears any of this is going to hate it. And it's not that I want you to hate it, but I want you to wake up, friend. I want love. 
I want this world to have its just due. Everyone deserves forgiveness. Everyone deserves love. And I'll tell you, more money isn't going to bring it. Equality, that will bring love. That will bring forgiveness. Because I'll tell you, we judge each other as one's too fat, one's too skinny, one's too black, one's too white, one's too this, one's too that. Friend, we're all God's children. I don't care what color you are. I don't care how big or how small you are. You are my father's child. And because you are my father's child, I love you because you're my father's child. That's it. It's that simple. It's not because you're something special because you're something special because you're his child. That's it. It's that simple. And if you want forgiveness, then you need to figure out how it is that you're going to just see everybody that exact same way and decide that you're not going to know this world and what the world knows because the world's going to tell you that, well, my father doesn't love them because they're too fat because they eat too much. Then the other one's going to say, well, the other one's too skinny because they're anorexic or bulimic. And, well, my father's angry at them because they're destroying their temple that way. My father's not angry about anything. It's us doing it to ourselves, friend. I love you no matter what you are because I'm just had enough of this lying about judging each other like we have the right to judge each other. We don't, friend. Only my father has that right, and he won't have that right. He won't judge you. Because my father loves you. And because he loves me, he loves you. Because he loves you, he loves me. That's just the way it is. There is nothing but love. That is the half of the divine that I want to know. If you want fear and selfishness, friend, just don't use Jesus' name and quit telling this is one nation under God because it's one nation under money, and money is not of the nature of Christ. All right, friend, I got seconds left. so. May God bless you and yours.